coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but nothing for the best audience ever. We give you the most expensive sound effects ever. Uh The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Let me help you out. The most toxic entities that you can deal with are the government and the media, and not always in that order. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because AM radio is bad for electric cars. That's why. Ha! Ha! Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. and heavenly time. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. Wow. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. And we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, this thing. Get ready. It's a big one. We are stewards of our time. How is our stewardship going? If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. That would just be sad. Just give us a call, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Now, when you call, 972-445-0770. You'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. All right, talking to Dynamite D, that's like talking to somebody who will put a smile on your face. Always a great feeling. That's a great feeling. Now, we do have somebody calling in. Can they hold until we do the rest of the intro? We're good on that, so let's do this. Let's make sure you understand other ways to get in touch with us. 214-210-8483 is the way to text us. We don't know if it'll cost you anything. We don't know if you get an electric shock, but it is fun. 214-210-8483. And now our panned voice. 214-210-8483. And next, also, you can send us an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. D-A-V-I-D at hemustincrease.org. Although you can just put it all together for, like, one name. Not King David? No. Not, not even Kind David. 
cuckoo, David, maybe. But uh, if you put that in there, it won't get there. Uh, also, so besides the email, we just want you to be aware of a couple other things. And you can email us during the show, by the way. A couple other things just to tell you. Just want to make sure you're on board with us. Uh, number one, we're going to send you the website. Don't forget, there are praise reports and prayer requests. Little documents you can fill out. Nobody gets the information. Nobody steals it. Nothing weird. We just pray for you. Or if you get a praise report, we just share it for you. Nothing else. Also, on the website is a place to wonderfully give because you're wonderful, and we know you love to do that. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. <laughs> Okay, the only thing I'm going to say about that, okay, just because it's sound effect, and then we're going to have the person who's uh, on hold bring him in, but that sound effect doesn't do anything for any of the clues, okay? So just so you can know, either Donald Duck or Daffy Duck in the water, diving the water, because I guess I said Donald and then and Daffy. <laughs> so, so I'm going to give you a pass on that, either Donald or Daffy, some kind of duck diving in the water. That's clue number one. Clue number two, David slips on the ice. Clue number three, Bugs Bunny. Eating a rabbit. Eating a rabbit, okay? That's all you're getting for that. Uh, somebody's online. Been very patient. Send him on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello? David, good afternoon. Sergio. Hey, brother. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's always a blessing to hear from you. How is, li- how is life? But Before you ask me anything, how are you doing? <laughs> Well, that's the reason why I'm calling, because I'm somewhat in a... Uh, well, I, I'm positive, right? But I just wanted to, to to get your take on something that I wanted to run by you. Okay, fire away. We'll do our best as brothers in the Lord to see what, what's going on. I appreciate it. So I think, I think let, me, let me put some context in here. So so you know how, like, you you, you graduate high school? Yeah. And, and forgive me for I've asked you this question before, but you know how you graduate high school... Um, that's done. You don't have to go back there no more, right? Right. And then you, you graduate college, that's done. You don't have to go back there no more. Right. But but whenever you whenever you receive, you know, Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you, you would think, I would think, right, hey, it's done. You're, you're good to go. Now, now you can live your life on cruise control. But unfortunately, that doesn't happen. And then whenever sin rears its ugly head again, I just feel like horrible. Because, you know, I, I live my life like on a cruise control type of thing. Yep. But then whenever temptation and then sin, unfortunately, you know, beats me down, I, I'm like, ugh, I just feel horrible. And, I mean, how do you get around that knowing that this is a daily struggle? Yeah. How, how, what's, what's your personal take on that? All right, a couple things to tell you. So you got to – and I want you to hang out because these are really good. Okay, I mean, this is really, really good. First of all – if you weren't a Christian, you wouldn't care about your sin, okay? It never used to be that way before. Now it's that way because you are a Christian. In other words, oh, I blew it. Oh, I can't believe I did it. But before you were a Christian, it's, yeah, so what else? <laughs> so the difference is you as a person, as a Christian, as a spiritual being now, are affected, by the things that you do, they impact you more. I know a lot of people get discouraged when when you get confronted by the Lord, but that's the greatest thing ever because it proves you're a child of his. It proves that you're one of his because people that don't know him don't care about what his input is. 
And so that's that's stage number one. So I know you've been seeing it as a kind of a big discouragement, but I'm going to tell you that it's, it's not that you're not supposed to overcome it. It's not that you're not supposed to deal with it, but I'm going to tell you the first signal in this is for you to understand, hey, I'm only going through this because I am a Christian, not because I am not a Christian. Then let's step back to your original question. You go through high school, you get through that, you go through uh, college, you get your BA, you get your master's, and you get your doctorate, okay? And you're thinking, I'm all done. No, you're not. First of all, you're not done because that's one form of education, not education in totality. When you get to your job, you go through a whole new learning curve, picking this up and learning this. Then you get to the next level of your job. You learn this whole next thing and get to this and this whole next thing. And you're never done learning ever in that process. So you've got to move away from I get to go in cruise control now because that doesn't exist for the Christian or really for most people. But the big thing in this process is to understand this. That gospel that saved you, the original, simple, goofy, what a deal, I can't miss out on this, that gospel that you said yes to, you keep saying yes to because that gospel that saved you in 1 Corinthians 15, 1, 2, 3, and 4, it says that gospel keeps you. In other words, the Lord knew you were going to blow it, but picked you anyway. He knew you were going to sin, but challenged you anyway to believe in him and to step closer. And the more you grow and the more you develop, even though it doesn't feel like that all the time, and I understand that. Of course, you eat 19 tacos, it doesn't feel like anything. Here's the idea. You just keep moving it forward and let the Lord be the one that's developing your faith. In other words, it says being confident of this one thing in Philippians 1.6, that he who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So that's a scripture you need to have, Philippians 1.6. So you know, okay, God started this. He's going to have to finish this. Hebrews chapter 12, Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. The author writes the book. The finisher closes it out. He's the closer. Ever think of like, you know, some of the closers in baseball? The game is up there. You need a closer. Jesus is your closer. Here's the bottom line. You're saved, but God is now sanctifying you or making you look like Jesus. And even if you get into a repetitiveness, he's teaching you. Yeah, you can't keep doing that. Yeah, you can't get away with that. Yeah, it's not okay. And that's why your insides are like going, ah, and the old you is fighting the new you for this continual image reshaping so that you reflect Jesus more and more each and every process you go through. So instead of taking it on as like, oh, I'm a total failure. Take it on as this. I'm a process or a, I'm, I'm a work in progress. I may be a mess, but I'm God's mess. And he can help me overcome and get through and do better. And that's just the honest truth. Christians, I know people think that other Christians are just like, oh, I never have a problem with sin. They're lying. So that's another sin they're, they're struggling with. It's the reality check is that the old man and the new man are in a war. Positionally, your old man is dead, so you have the power to rise above sin. But practically, you still go through the warfare. And that's part of the problem that people don't understand is you're saved, but you're also being saved, and that's the process of you looking like Jesus, and you will yet be saved, and that's the process where you're in the presence of Jesus, and none of it matters anymore. 
You're just going through the stages of growing up to become more like Jesus. Uh, that's well put, David, because, I mean, I was feeling, like, horrible yesterday, and um, it, it, it's just it's just one of those moments where, where you, you know, things like this, like what you say, it, it really makes sense. You know what the worst part about it is? I, I want to be honest with you, because you're a brother in the Lord, and you're going through this process. You know what's worse about this whole thing? When you've been a Christian mm-hmm. for 44 years, and you still go through that. <laughs> so, so, I'm just a, so you're like, you know, this is what I do. I go, I can't believe it. You know what I'm saying? How is that possible? You know, like you think, and then the worst part about it is when you get to a certain level, depending on what your trials are, and I'm just being honest, okay, the one with patience is the most irritating thing because you go through it, and the Lord teaches you patience, and then you get through the trial, and you go, all right, I got through it. And then this next trial comes in, and you go, I thought I already learned patience. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That exact same thing. And it's just the Lord teaching us and moving us along and pushing us forward towards him and into him. Him. So it's important to grasp he's the, the, the creator of the whole process. Uh, I did do a teaching on Friday. I don't know if you got to hear it or not. And it's, it dealt harshly with sin, not saying you couldn't be forgiven. It just said, look, you, you, I, I differentiated the difference between temptation and actual sin because those are not the same. In other words, pretty girl walks mm-hmm. by, that's not a problem. Pretty world go, work, girl walks by, you're not married, and you're thinking, man, I'd like to get to know her. Not a problem. Pretty girl walks by, you're married, she's a different girl, you're like, I'd like to be with her. You just moved into a whole nother realm. So those are not all the same. That's uh, from Friday's message. The idea behind this is you will get where God wants to get you because you didn't start your salvation and you won't finish it. But keep remembering or standing in the gospel. Jesus Christ died for your sins. He was buried, and three days later, he rose again. The reason that's important for me to say that to you is John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whosoever should believeth in him will not perish but have everlasting life. The continual action of believing. That's the key. Okay? I appreciate it, David. Thank you so, so much, man, for everything that you do. I've always said. And um, I know you're a sports junkie like me. And uh, enjoy March Madness. Have a good one. Okay. God bless you, bro. That was good, Dave. I was going to recommend that Friday show. Even though it seemed harsh, it was edifying. Yeah. So I was going to recommend it. So it's funny you say that. And I think another thing, Dave, we all battle. I think you can find silence in that we're all going through something. Yeah. So when you're fouled, you know it's not just yourself. You know, it's it's uh, funny that you should even bring that up and, and that whole process. Let me just tell you real quickly. So it was, first of all, a fantastic call by Sergio. I love Sergio. He's like my buddy. When he calls, he has the best questions. And the reason they're the best questions is they're just honest. Like, hey, what about this? What about this? I get that. And then let me tell you what happened. Then I taught on Friday. Just really amazing you brought that up. And I really disliked Friday's message. Don't we all? <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, as your listeners, I disliked Friday's message because it applied to me. <laughs> and I hate that. I'm just being honest. Uh, yet I know it's the right thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and it's a way of encouraging one another in ways that we didn't see fit. We're thinking Friday, and who would have known that in a few days later this show could possibly edify somebody in the kingdom? Amazing, huh? All right. All right. Excellent job by Sergio. Thank you, my brother. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Destroy it.
What is the David Spoon experience? Here is a DDD uh, entitled Custom Eyeglasses Used on Others. Custom eyeglasses used on others. First Samuel chapter 18, verse 9. So Saul watched David jealously from that day forward. Uh, stop. There it is. So Saul watched David jealously from that day forward. How do we see people in our lives? Saul saw David through jealous glasses. He put on these glasses. They weren't the ones from the Lord, right? They were glasses that had much more flesh in them, and then everything was tainted. This is what happens to you and I, and let's just do the honest, you know, those honest moments where we put on our glasses regarding regarding some people because almost every time we get a communication from them, there's just something coming that's just low. This is going to be lousy. I haven't even opened it. I'm already dreading it, right? Have you ever gone through that, right? Or every time this person texts me, I'm not smiling after I read it or something along those lines. And it could be somebody who, you know, has got a spirit of complaining. It could be somebody that's got a, a spirit of pride. It could be any of those things, right? And you're just like going, oy vey, right? But you're not saying it much, but you know how you're seeing it. And that's custom glasses. You've already put the glasses on. You've already determined how it's going to be. You're already seeing it through that slant. It's not that they've never done anything. It's just that you and I tend to stay in those zones and see people that way. And so no matter what was going to happen with Saul and King Saul and David, David was going to impute evil motives to Saul's actions. I've gone through this with a professor. I'm just confessing. Right, I had a professor uh, before we started the radio show, and my buddy in the in the process was a pastor, was my like a schoolmate, and he would write me and go, "What's why does she, you know, jump on you like that?" I mean, he was asking me, right? And I'm like, every time this <laughs> statement, I I just and I just and instead of having any kind of change of heart or mercy, I was I was mad, but. My anger did not work the righteousness of God. And sometimes people do that because of other reasons. It's not because of you. And we need to do a better job of not wearing custom glasses where we see the downside on people. So the question to ask is what kind of glasses do we use with others? And are those glasses approved prescription glasses from God? Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. One of the great radio stations in our country and on our planet. Yeah, that's right. I can say that. Here's your trivia. People are like going, well, that's very egotistical. You betcha. Uh, you guys ought to get this one. This is a straightforward uh, trivia question. I cannot really help you a lot on this uh, because if I give you the hint, you'll you'll get it right away. What had Peter's mother-in-law been suffering 
when Jesus healed her? What did Peter's mother-in-law, what was she suffering? Okay? And it wasn't, you know, her son-in-law. Let's <laughs> just get that straight. What was she suffering when Jesus healed her? If you think you know the answer, you can. What can you do? You can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david, at he must increase. Uh, dot org. The only hint I am going to give you, because I have to do it now, is WKRP Johnny. Okay, you got who was who was the character Johnny on WKRP? Okay, Johnny. Okay, those two answers then will be the same. Uh, give you an opportunity there. We are going to do our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. I just cannot express uh, it, on daily terms how important daily is. Daily, 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 daily. Every day. Doesn't matter how much. That That's not really the qualification. Just needs to be closely connected to the Lord, however it's going to happen. Okay. Maybe it's prayer, Bible, both, which probably should be both, but, you know, fellowship, just connect to the Lord. Okay, draw closer daily. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Promise you, going to get tough. Promise. Promise. Here, prophetically, I'm going to prophetically get, it's going to get tougher. Take a look around. That's uh, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve. Because OPM, other people matter. And you have to think of it in these terms. The Lord does want you to work things in your life. and your But also focus on other people, right? Other people matter. O OPM. So that's the DNA. Now, what's amazing about that, and I, actually this really fits into something that um, Dynamite D mentioned to me before, and that is sometimes we need to understand, what's that you said about uh, other people, and, and what was that thing you said about uh, what we were just talking about? About the grace thing? Yes. Go ahead and sh share what you Yeah, can. I was saying, uh, piggybacking on the caller, uh, dear brothers talking about struggling in different areas of falling and trying to get better. I said that one mm -hmm. thing that God has showed me in areas where I've fallen is grace this same grace that i'm giving to you you must give to others and that's changed my whole outlook it's like ee, i'm so imperfect do i got a place to judge others in yeah. the sense of spiritual that i'm perfect so that is grace man and i thank god for that because what did paul say we're saved by grace. grace great and it's not grace just once it's also situational grace people forget that grace is situational as well as a pronouncement and a position so it's like it's all of that see what i what drives me nutty in the theology realm is everybody goes it's this it's this it's only this it's that and it can be other applications that's all i'm saying i'm not against it i'm just saying include be more inclusive in theology anyway uh and i think it's amazing because then we brought up the show, and I just want to say this. So I sent Eric a text because <laughs> uh, this is an him I've, I've talked about before. And I said, uh, the, lower your expectations for the show <laughs> because, because I didn't think it was that good a show. I even told that to Noel. And it's like it's not, it's not always about what you think is good or not good. Sometimes it's just about what God is doing, and you just, you're just there for the ride. 
That was a medicine show. That was a medicine show. And I want to say that, and I want to bring that up because in the next segment, I'm going to talk about Eric. I'm going to read something that Eric uh, shared that he said, and it's really important. But it it shows you that we as people, like we, like, oh, everything. I, I like what Sergio said. Everything has to be on cruise control. <laughs> In the kingdom of God, cruise control is a uh, feature that does not exist on your car <laughs> or on the Christian bus. It's like our cars are too old. Yeah, it's like it's just, it's just, just it's been disabled forever. Okay, so that's not what we're looking for. What we're looking for, though, and this is the big thing, is it's it's easy to get overwhelmed in discouragement, and the problem there, and this is why God did what He did when Adam and Eve sinned, what did they do? They ran and hid. So what did God establish with the law when they were dealing on Yom Kippur, the day of uh, uh, atonement? What is it that the priest did? The priest one day a year went into the actual presence of God to deal with sin, which is the exact opposite of what Adam and Eve did in regards to their sin. So God establishes in the law, no, 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 no. When you're sinning, you run into me. You come to me. You don't run away from me. You don't hide. You come into my presence to deal with it, and I will help you. God made that testimony in the law so that we would go, whoa. Isn't that just brilliant? And how deep is that, Dave? Because sin literally drives you away from God. You said that, Dave, and I think that was so profound. And the irony is that God's testimony in the Old Testament is, no, come, come here, come here. Oh, I'm, I'm, I, I can't. Yes, you can. That's the kind of God you serve. That's why that's amazing is God is different than we would process it. He's full of compassion and mercy and grace and wants us to come to him when we're struggling. It's just like, oh, this is all like uh, about the prodigal son. Come on, kid. Come on back into the porch. I'm waiting for you. Well, it's just like beautiful. Love it. I love I love graces and I love forgiveness. I love stuff like that. All right. Uh, what had Peter's mother-in-law been suffering from when Jesus healed her? The answer to that is a fever, which is why I did WKRP and Johnny Fever. Was the character. That was pretty funny, huh? Not too bad. All right, uh, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Who is David Spoon? I have no idea. People have asked me about the David Spoon Experience. They wanted to know what I thought of them. Like any person searching for answers, I have wondered about him. He was born and raised Jewish, and after intense drug use, became a Christian. He's married to his best friend, Noel, has three children, seven grandchildren, plus two dogs named Levi and Bert. He has three separate ordinations from three different denominations, and is a summa cum laude for his B.A. degree in ministry and leadership, as well as a master's degree in theological studies and a doctorate in strategic ministry. He has a weird sense of humor and talks a lot. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? Nah, I don't think so. And those big ears really don't help him. 
but would they enjoy his perspective on life, culture, politics, food, sports, local and national news? I don't know. I guess people will have to listen to find out. The David Spoon Experience. You should see Gabriel because he's, he's just running everything. He has to run to this thing, run to this thing. It's great to see it because I just love that the Lord's bringing him in this way. Uh, somebody ready to answer the trivia question? Yes, they are. So we're going to have them uh, come forward, send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello, Dr. Spoon. This is Deborah. <laughs> Deborah. Take two aspirin and call me in the morning. Anyway. <laughs> All right. I hope you're getting a kick out of the show today. This is a fun one today. <laughs> All right. You ready? All right. Here you, this, this is a good one. Which of David's wives was described as very beautiful to look upon? Um, I believe it was Bathsheba. That is correct. You are right. Second Samuel chapter eleven, verse two. That's exactly what it says. Excellent job. By the way, how you doing, Deborah? How are things going for you? I'm good, thank you. I'm doing a lot better, and you know things are going well. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I want everybody to keep praying for Deborah. Don't stop praying for the audience. One of the things I came up to with today when I was praying is everybody should be praying that the Lord would just help one another. Help help the people. Help the people, Lord. Yes, help the people. I, I do pray that, and I do pray for the audience all the time. So. I, I love it, and I love that you do that, and I love that you call in. And like I said, you are the best guesser we have ever had. So <laughs> excellent job. You know, I always thought it was funny that David saw her bathing and her name was Bathsheba. I always thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't even catch that. That's funny. He saw her bathing. Her name is Bathsheba. There you go. <laughs> I'm using right. that. Well, y'all have a good day. God All bless. Right. Thanks. God bless. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.